At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back, Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Give me the follow if you dare on Twitter at WiseRye, W I S E R Y E. Recording this on Tuesday, May 24th, uh, in the evening, back from the weekend. And, you know, since the last time we spoke, not a ton, not a ton has changed. Right. And, you know, with, with the 76ers now and their season over with the Eagles far, far away from kicking things off, although plenty to discuss and we'll dive into them um, more frequently now with really just the Phillies entertaining us or attempting to entertain us. And the Phillies got the win uh, in their final game against the Dodgers at home on Sunday. And, you know, I tweeted this out before the game on Monday night as we got ready for a four-game set in Atlanta against the Braves, that the Phillies were going to sweep the Atlanta Braves. They're going to take four games against Atlanta to get our hopes back up and then get swept against the New York Mets. A huge series looming against the New York Mets, but you don't want to overlook Atlanta. Uh, So we'll get into that a little bit. The Phillies get the win on Monday night. The bats come back alive. Wheeler certainly looks alive. We'll get into him as well. Uh, 10 strikeouts, zero walks, went into the seventh inning, went six and two-thirds. And, you know, Wheeler now in four starts in the month of May 
has allowed just five runs, which is good for a 1.69 ERA, not too shabby. His fastball four seam was getting up to 97 miles per hour on Monday night. Uh, so we'll get to that. Dombrowski spoke Monday before the game. I do want to get into uh, some of the biggest takeaways from what Dombrowski had to say about his Philadelphia Phillies thus far, uh, how they've looked so far this season and his expectations and you know just where he's at right now with the Phillies at the time of him speaking, eight games out of first place New York Mets. That's still where they are. Phillies are 20 and 22, eight games out with the win over Atlanta. Monday night, Atlanta moves to nine games out at 19 and 23. The Miami Marlins uh, right there at the bottom, although not that far from the Phils, uh, at 18 and 22, nine games out of the Mets. And then the Washington Nationals all the way at the bottom there at 14 and 29, 14 and a half games back of the New York Mets in the NL East. And you know, the Phillies, this is, I joked about this on WIP over the weekend, and I, I've said it here jokingly a bunch, and I'll continue to say it. it, it it's, it's frustrating to me because there's truth behind this. And what I'm saying is the phrase, well, there's so much more time. And baseball, you know, 162 games played. It's a marathon, not a sprint. A lot can change. Like, all of that is true, but that doesn't mean that we can't assess what we've seen thus far. You know, and Dombrowski should be disappointed. And, you know, ownership and John Middleton should be disappointed. Joe Girardi should be disappointed. The players should be disappointed. And, you know, we'll get into what Dombrowski had to say in this episode in just a little bit. We'll take a look at all the updated odds uh, for the Phillies in the futures market as it relates to the NL East, Bryce Harper, MVP, uh, World Series odds. We'll, we'll look at it all, uh, and I'll give you my thoughts as it stands here. As At the time of recording, we're getting ready for uh, the Tuesday night start. Phillies have won two in a row now, looking to make it three in a row and two in a row against Atlanta. And this is another, this is another big week, and I've said it all month that this month of May is important for this Philadelphia Phillies ball club and now down the stretch they come as it relates to this month with a big four-game series against this Atlanta Braves team they get a win in the first game and then a huge three-game set against the NL East leader New York Mets so we have a lot to discuss both this week and throughout this episode we'll hop over to the NBA right now for a second as Monday night another blowout I just, I don't get it, people. I don't get it. The Heat just laid over uh, and got the brakes beat off them. That series now is tied 2-2. It becomes a best of three. Game five, Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m. Back in South Beach, you look at the odds right now at Bet Rivers. The Miami Heat are a one-and-a-half-point home underdog. Money line plus 102 for Miami, minus 121 for the Boston Celtics. The total at 203 and a half. Golden State and Dallas uh, tip off here at 9 p.m. Eastern time Tuesday. You're probably listening to this with this game already ended or at least already started. Uh, Dallas is the one-point home favorite. They're staring down the barrel of a 3-0 deficit. Golden State looking to close this thing out and uh, punch their ticket for another trip to the NBA Finals. As a one-point road dog in game four, you look at the money line, Golden State minus 103, Dallas minus 117, with the total at 216 right now at Bet Rivers. That's for tonight. Um, 
I already mentioned the odds for Boston-Miami for Game 5, so I'll break down that matchup in a little bit more detail in this episode as well. Miami's given them a fight, and that's sort of been my, my take leading into this series, early on in this series. As I've said a bunch already, too many people felt like the Eastern Conference Finals were already played between the Celtics and the Bucks, And, you know, maybe that ends up being reality, right? Maybe Boston ends up winning this series, but it's ha it hasn't been any walk in the park now for the Boston Celtics with this thing tied at two, becoming a best of three. Uh, so we'll get into that. We'll look at all the best bets, not only for game five of Boston-Miami, but uh, some player props, some updated series odds. Uh, so we'll, we'll do it all here. Plenty to discuss coming back from the weekend uh, and, you know, sort of taking Monday off here. We're back at it with a busy week ahead um, with a lot, to, a lot to get into here. And we're going to start talking um, with the Phillies and Dombrowski and what he had to say and some futures market updated odds for Major League Baseball. All right, so a lot to get to here with the Phillies. And, you know, I mentioned the Phillies and the NBA and the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. Uh, taking place, and we'll see how this all shapes out over the next few days. But also, don't forget, the French Open is coming in hot, and Bet Rivers is your home for betting on the French Open. Log in any day during the French Open to receive a 20% profit boost that you can use on any live, in-play bet on the French Open. The top half of the men's draw is loaded, and it's shaping up to be an amazing Grand Slam event so make sure you get your free profit boost today and every day at BetRivers.com or on the BetRivers app. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so I've mentioned now that Dombrowski spoke Monday before the Phillies and Braves uh, opened up their four-game series down in Atlanta. And... You know, there's some interesting takeaways from Dombrowski speaking to the media on Monday for the first time here in quite some time. And, you know, I interesting takeaways. Also, not a whole lot was really said. I mean, you know, he addresses that they need to play better. All right. I, I mean, this is a direct quote now from Dombrowski. And I quote, we need to play better before Monday's uh, series opener against the NL East rival Atlanta Braves. Both the teams entered with an identical record at 19-22 and 22 before the Phils got the win to get them to 20-22 and 22 as the Braves fell to 19-23. and 23. Dombrowski went on to say, we're not happy with our record at this point. That can get better, but I think we have a good ball club. I think we realize that. There's a lot of good things, but we also need to play better. You don't want to fall too far behind. We're already eight games behind. That's not good. It's not insurmountable by any means, but I do think we have to go out there and play consistently well, end quote. And that's that's the word, consistency. You know, I've said it too much. I've said the word inconsistent far too often thus far early in the season. It's just been a roller coaster ride. And we, we joke about it all the time. It's not just this year, but it feels like, the last decade of Phillies baseball has given us similar results. 
right? They look good for a month. They look good for a week. They look good for a series. And then they look bad for a month, look bad for a week, look bad for a series. They can't get into any type of rhythm. And we all know what Dombrowski and the Phillies organization did uh, this offseason. They pushed the payroll past the luxury tax threshold to over $230 million with the offseason additions of Corey Kniebel, Nick Castellanos, Kyle Schwarber. And anything short of a playoff berth is unacceptable. I mean, is that even too much to ask with the talent on this roster? Six of the 15 teams in each league qualify. 12 of the 30 teams are going to punch their ticket to the postseason. It's almost half of the league. So a playoff berth is not asking too much of this club right now. Dombrowski was asked about his boss, John Middleton. A whole lot of nothing. He's been fantastic. That's why we play 162 games. He's been very supportive. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Right, Dombrowski went on to say, we have to play better. We need to have a better record. We're not a below 500 team. We should not be a below 500 team. That's where we are now. But when I say that, baseball is meant for the long haul. There it is again. Dombrowski was asked about Joe Girardi. He said he has his uh, you know, full support. And Joe's been good. He's been fine. Okay. Dombrowski went on to talk about the starting pitching and the you know staff thus far. And you know, the pitching, the, the pitching, particularly the starting pitching, I said this in, in the past couple of weeks as well. It actually hasn't been that bad. You know, a 3.3 ERA over the last 31 games entering Monday night. And we all know what Wheeler did Monday night. 10 strikeouts, got into the seventh inning, no walks allowed. He allowed five runs, but overall, you know, a, a strong performance from Wheeler. The head-scratching and I think legitimate gripe that all of us can have, especially Dombrowski and Middleton and all the big names, is the offense, right? The inconsistency with the Phillies in in their capability to score runs, that's been the head-scratcher. Yeah, and Dombrowski said, you know, hopefully when the weather warms up and some of the guys get their swings back, we'll be scoring runs on a more consistent basis. I hope he's right. I mean, you look at where the Phils rank so far, they haven't been that bad if we're just looking at the statistics. Eighth overall in the NL in runs scored per game at 4.49. They're fifth in the NL in OPS at 722. But they've been shut out five games. They've been held to one run in six games. All 11 of those contests resulted in losses. So the offense needs to be better. And this was all said to the media prior to Monday. Maybe the team got the message loud and clear. They were able to you know, knock in seven runs in the first five innings on their way to that win to start the series off against Atlanta. We need to see more consistency from the team, especially offensively all right you look at the updated odds in major league baseball the phillies to win the world series 30 to 1 phillies to win the nl 16 to 1 you look at the nl east the mets with the eight game lead are the favorites at minus 235 you look at the atlanta braves uh despite one game back of the phils they're plus 325 and the phillies are plus 550 with the miami marlins at 20 to 1 and the washington nationals 400 to 1 Bryce Harper MVP update. He's at 12 to 1. 
to win the NL MVP consecutively and Zach Wheeler to win the Cy Young right now in the NL currently at 22 to 1. All right, so I'm not going to get into really too much of the game for uh, Tuesday night for the Phillies and the Braves as by the time this episode is posted, that one will already be live. I Just a quick thought on the Phillies and as it relates to the futures market here. You know, the Phillies right now at plus 550 to win the NL East. The question becomes, is there value in grabbing them right now at plus 550? To me, that number is not, it, it, it doesn't jump off the page at me where I'm like, oh, okay. Well, the Phillies have shown me uh, enough right now that I feel really good about them making up some ground in the next couple of weeks. And I think this is a buy low spot. Like, I don't believe that this is the lowest number we're going to see for the Phillies to win this division. So if that's your thought process, then plus 550 doesn't really make sense to bet right now. You know, I, I will say this. You can kind of wait and see in the next couple of days and see how the Phillies fare the rest of this series against Atlanta as they get ready for their series against the New York Mets because we all know if the Phillies are able to pull off a sweep against the Mets, how does that change the NL East odds? Or, you know, worst case scenario, if the Phillies get swept, then you can say, all right, well, it's still early June. That can be a buy low spot. How will that impact the odds? So this week, both after the Atlanta Braves series over the next couple of days, and even before and after this series against the Mets, can give you a better timeline and more of a an insight on, okay, I should grab the Phillies now or I should wait. Right For me, plus 550, it doesn't do enough for me. And it, honestly, the Phils to make the playoffs right now, that seems to be their most realistic chance at postseason play. Yeah, the Mets can be the Mets, as everyone likes to point out, and the Phils can certainly make up ground throughout the summer over the next couple of months. I don't doubt either of those things. But right now, given what we've seen from the Phillies and the number that's attached to them, I say wait uh, before you make a play on the Phillies. If you're thinking about doing so, plus 550 just doesn't doesn't do it for me. Um, Harper to win MVP at 12 to 1, I would say out of all of the odds that I've mentioned so far, whether it's 30 to 1 World Series, 16 to 1 NL, plus 550 NL East for the division, Harper 12 to 1 MVP, I, I would say that's the best play. At the moment, like I, I don't know how much lower of a number you're going to get for Bryce Harper to win NL MVP. We've all seen what he's been able to do when he's in this lineup um, as DH. He has just been on an absolute tear overall throughout this season so far. Uh, and what's to what's to say what has what has been seen for us to say that he can't keep this up? Right, even if he cools off a little bit, I don't, I don't see this number getting any lower than fourteen to one, fifteen to one, and yeah, that's that's a big difference in the betting market from twelve to one. Uh, the lowest I've seen it is fourteen or fifteen to one, and that was really early on in this Major League Baseball regular season. So right now, twelve to one for Bryce Harper, I think that's a number you can get behind and feel really good about it, uh, because I just I don't see his odds dipping much lower than what they're already at. 
um, this is a this is an award that can be won in July and August, right? as Bryce really did that last season. I remember talking about Harper this time last year, even leading all the way up until the All-Star break, saying, well, you know, Harper's been good, but we would like to see a little bit more. We would like to see that MVP Harper. You know, and I remember reading articles and talking to insiders, Phillies insiders saying, you know, well, Harper just might not be that guy. He can be a borderline all-star. I mean, remember, Harper did not make the all-star team last year. He was not in the all-star game, and the guy goes on to win NL MVP. So this award can be won post-all-star game, post-all-star break. So there's still so much time left. Uh, and, and if you're going to go with the assumption or the theory that Harper's only going to continue to fine-tune his hitting and he's only going to get better as the weather gets better, then 12-1, to 1, I think, is the time. Now's the time to jump on Bryce Harper to win NL MVP. I would say that right now is the best play if we're looking to make a futures market bet on the Phillies. It's not on the Phillies per se, but it's on their NL MVP, the stud. Bryce Harper. So I would definitely take a look at that Bryce Harper to an MVP at 12 to 1. Uh, let's transition here quickly to updated odds in the NBA to win each respective series. I mean, there's not a whole lot to be discussed here now, right? I mean, as it relates to the West, I should say. Right? We all know Dallas is not going to win this series. I mean, let, let's just let's just be blunt. All right, they're 20 to 1 right now to win the series. That's the updated odds. The Warriors now are the heavy favorite at minus 100. I mean, I mean if you want to look at series correct score, okay, you may have something there. You look at the Golden State Warriors to close things out here um, tonight and to win the series 4 0, they're minus 112. You look at their odds. To win the game, they're minus 103. So you might as well just take them on the money line for the game for game four if you're looking to bet them to win the series in a sweep. Uh, now, if you're looking for the Mavs to figure out a way to extend their season and avoid the sweep and force a game five, then you can look at the Warriors to win four games to one at plus 130. That number doesn't do enough for me. If you think the Mavs can win game four and find a way to steal a game in Golden State and Warriors to close it out in six, that's 12 to one. Warriors to close it out in seven, that's 16 to one. None of that entices me, right? It does, the plus 130 for, you know, okay, Dallas will get a game and then they'll fall to their inevitable death in game five back in Golden State. There's just not enough punch there, plus 130. And for us to predict, Dallas will win game four and then go back to Golden State down 3-1 and win at 12-1. to I'm just not confident right now that they're going to be able to do that. All right, They gave away a hell of an opportunity to win a game here in game two before the series shifted back to Dallas. They had a really good opportunity to win in game three. They sort of blew both of those games, uh, and here they are. So I, I'm staying away from all things related to uh, Dallas Golden State for series winner and series correct score. 
uh, because it just looks like this thing is going to get wrapped up here sooner than later. The Eastern Conference series, it's a little bit more enticing. You look at the Boston Celtics now, they're minus 157 after their Game 4 win to tie the series up at 2. The Miami Heat are plus 128 to win the series. And the Celtics, they get that win, the easy blowout win in Game 4 without Marcus Smart. They get out to an early 18-point lead after the first quarter. They were never threatened. It was never even close. Jason Tatum was unbelievable. Once again, he dropped 31 points, shot 50% from the floor. And the Miami Heat, they, they just rolled over. It just felt like they, they handed that game to the Celtics. They didn't have a single player, a single starter in double figures, including Jimmy Butler, who finished with six points on three of 14 shooting. An absolute joke. An absolute joke. All right, we have Game 5 Wednesday night, as I mentioned, 8.30 p.m. on ESPN. Game 6 is Friday, May 27th at 8.30, and then Game 7, if necessary, will be Sunday over Memorial Day weekend uh, at 8.30 p.m., if necessary, on ESPN. All right, if we look at the uh, series correct score for Boston and Miami. I mentioned Boston's minus 157 to win the series. Miami plus 128. The Heat to win in seven games plus 240. The Heat to win in six games plus 450. The Celtics to win in six plus 160. Celtics to win in seven plus 275. Uh, I like the Heat to win in seven at plus 240. And I also don't hate the Celtics to win in seven at plus 275. I've pretty much said all along, I think this series is going to go seven. Right? It's hard for me to confidently predict either of these teams, especially how the series has been going. It's just, it's impossible to predict, it feels like. But uh, it, it's, it's hard to predict that either of these teams are going to win two straight games right now. So you could... You know, put a small unit on both teams to win in seven. You'll get a return on your investment there either way. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, other than that, there's live betting opportunities during these games because you just have no idea which team is going to show up, which team is going to no-call, no-show. There's just been far too many blowouts over the past couple of weeks in the NBA playoffs. It's been absolutely bonkers. All right, so a lot to uh, a lot to think about here with the Phillies, as you know, we'll see how this game two of their four game series against the Atlanta Braves play out. We'll be recapping the game uh, on the next episode on Wednesday. We'll look ahead to the final two games against the Atlanta Braves. We'll look back at the first two games that they played against one another. Hopefully, we're talking about the Phillies jumping out and getting the uh, first two games after getting the first game uh, 7-3 win with Wheeler pitching really well, getting into the seventh inning. Um, a lot to be discussed with the NBA. We'll see if the Dallas Mavericks will extend their season and keep their hopes alive uh, facing that 3-0 deficit against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, we will look a little bit more on the next episode at the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Game five, we discussed uh, you know, all the updated odds in the futures market for series winner and correct series score outcome. Uh, so plenty more to discuss here over the next couple of days. Make sure you're following us 
uh, available on all of your podcast platforms, wherever you prefer listening to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pods, it doesn't matter. If you give me a follow on Twitter at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E, you can find links to each and every episode on my Twitter feed, as well as links to all of the podcast platforms right there on my Twitter page. I've mentioned the French Open and, you know, here at Bet Rivers, they're giving you a 20% profit boost that you, that you are able to use on any live or in-play bet for the French Open. Well, for those of you that are following the French Open and maybe looking to, uh, you know, dabble in betting it, I'll give out one of my plays that I like here. For the 5 a.m. Eastern time start on Wednesday morning, we have uh, Victoria Azaranka going up against Andrea uh, Petkovic. And Azarenka is a heavy favorite at my, uh, right around minus 300. Uh, but I like Petkovic plus one and a half sets. All right, so there's a little French open play. Uh, we'll see if that's able to hit. Uh, but I'm going to go with Petkovic plus one and a half sets. And you can uh, get that 20% profit boost for any live bet that you uh, decide to make only at Bet Rivers Sportsbook on the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com. All right, I appreciate everyone as always for tuning in to another edition of the Philadelphia City Cast. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. Uh, I'll catch you on the next episode, a busy week ahead, putting out one episode every day right here. So good luck on your bets. Enjoy the rest of your day, rest of your night, and I'll see you next time. Until then, peace.